Hello, welcome back to the Digital Church Toolkit podcast. I'm Peter. And I'm Josh. And we are in person. Together here for the very first time recording a podcast in person. Even even our interviews have always been on uh, Zoom. So uh, this is the first time we are in the same room. Well, we've been in the same room before, but oh, just to do the podcast. Uh, so we're sat on Josh's home office floor, uh, huddled around a microphone, and um, today's a good day. Today's it's a, a good week. Today is a good day. It's a good week. I'm excited. We're about to head down south to... you going what? home, Josh. I'm going home. I'm going to my, my hometown of Bury St. Edmunds in Suffolk, England. Suffolk uh, is the pointy out bit above London for for those of you who don't know where Suffolk is. Yeah, if England was a if England was the outline of a pregnant woman, we would be in the heart of the bump. Well, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah. I always tell people it's the bump. Yeah, oh, okay, woman, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> <of England>. um, <laughs> but I guess that's another way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. It's in the yeah, in the heart of the bump. Um, Josh, should we should we hit go from the top? Let's go. Let's go from the top. What has been your success? Of the week, yeah. Oh, I mean, the last two weeks because we're we're now, we're now back on. Oh, two uh, weeks. Yeah, two, man, weeks. two weeks. It's been two yeah. weeks out. I think um, I've got a couple of couple of real successes for me. One of them has just been um, the growth of people signing up to to the to the conference that we're hosting in a couple of weeks. Um, One five hundred. Yeah, we're on five hundred uh, conference attendees signups, which is just which is incredible to think about. You know, we've, you know, we, we've we've kind of bootstrapped, put this out, and figured out like, okay, how's it? How are we going to do it? And and people are signing up and responding, and to to hear what they're excited about, uh, what they're looking forward to learning. Um, it's just really exciting. That's been a huge success, I think, seeing those kind of like people come through and, and ask questions. I think the other thing is, um, it's been one of the goals for us this year and perhaps it would be you know it's me pivoting to some different roles it's actually been less design work mm-hmm. so less time spent on design work because you know we, we've taken on some some hires and one of them that's why we're traveling down south today because we're signing uh, contracts we're signing contracts with finn johnston um who who's great we've we, you know i've known finn for many years you've known finn for at least six half months. a year yeah. yeah six months um and uh, he's on board, part of the team. He's a he's a great designer. Just a guy who works. He's worked in a church. He's a worship. I mean, he's multifaceted. He's so a- he's our head of local church partnerships. But really, he is the guy who uh, is doing all the bits that we don't have time to do. Yeah, effectively, in a good way. In a good way. And I think um, so. Again, pinning that round to the to the success. It's like we've been able to hire people in. Who are, who are who are better than us in areas, or, or stronger than us? Who can just bring an extra pair of hands and stuff? And it means instead of you know 100 of my time being purely creating design work, it's now oh I can you know it's 50 percent, or it might be you know 60 or 40 or something like that, and I can pivot my time into okay I'm I'm setting that up, I'm setting up the files, and someone else can carry that out, um, and I can divert the energy and attention elsewhere, and it just feels really healthy. That was a goal that we'd set. Um, it means that we can focus on other areas and start to to, to grow and build and, and 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 offer more. And it, I mean, it just feels great because it's like that's that's the direction I wanted to head in, and we want to head in. Yeah, and I think the reality for anyone building anything, whether you're building a business or whether you're running a, starting up an organization or whether you're trying to grow your church, you have to be able to increase your capacity. You have to increase the size of the bucket, so to speak. And one that we've actually got three people starting on. Con- 
this month starting on consistent times Finn is kind of the only one who's kind of really semi part time the others on a couple of days here a couple of days a month but but really like we've just tried to increase our bucket so that we can do more yeah. and we can feel the effect of increasing the bucket on the business already uh, even after I mean this would be Finn's second week and we kind of um, we actually contracted Finn on two days a week and next week we need him to work three. So we're already needing to increase his yes. time. Yeah. That, that, you know, that's already happening kind of two weeks in and I'm kind of like, how do we do this without him yeah. um, when we were trying to do it without him? So uh, it's a really been a really good step yeah. forward. And I think, yeah, it, I mean, it's, it, I think it's too simple for me to say it's the success has been less design work. I think the success has been the highest and realising like, you know, and it's that it's that trust thing. It's like putting somebody else in that's been like, you know, we could do that and we've had to do we've had to spread every single thing in the business so far between just two of us. Mm. Um, every area and some things that we, some things we're we're good at, some things we're not so good at, but we've got to take every single thing on. Whereas now it's like, okay, we can get some people who can specialise in those things and allow us just to again, just divert and and grow something else and build somewhere else and actually invest um even more internally in the in the business and and how we grow this and the structure and the the foundation of it and the culture and and what we what we want to offer and what we want to do which yeah that's felt like a huge success um in my mind yeah and i think the the biggest thing is about trust yeah. particularly in your first couple of hires or kind of really important hires for us has been do we trust these people and every single one of them are people that we've known a long time particularly you've known a long mm-hmm. time uh, all personal connections and I, I, I don't think sometimes employing your friends goes badly. Yeah. However, the benefit of it is if you can trust them. And I think that that for us has been a key. Like we've been able to jump straight in, uh, throw them in the deep end, so to speak, because we trusted them. We knew what they could and couldn't do. And so I think, again, them not being strangers has been really helpful. in yeah. kind of been able to grow, uh, get them up and running quickly. Yeah. Yes, that's been that's been exciting. I mean, we're early 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 doors, early days in, but um, it just it feels great, and it feels um, yeah, I think it's the it's the, it's the trust factor that we that we've got, um, and so we're going to you know meet face to face later today and and hang out for a couple of days and and, and talk through stuff because it's amazing how much we get done when we're face to face. I mean, it, it's it's a, and and we've got we've got I'm sure we'll talk about it a bit, but we've got we've got some pivotal defining moments coming up for us as a business absolutely in the next kind of two to three weeks yes so that's exciting yeah Peter what's been your success of the past couple of weeks so the success of the past couple of weeks has actually happened about 30 minutes ago oh and uh, we have secured a sponsor for the virtual conference Woo! So, um I won't say who on this podcast because we still need to uh just kind of uh, dot the I's and cross the T's. However, uh, it is all in principle confirmed and uh, it is amazing. You know, we're offering out this virtual conference for free. Yeah. It is three days, all online. It's going to be so good. Lots of value for you church leaders and Christian creatives. Um, but of course, there's a whole bunch of costs involved behind the scenes in putting on an event like this. And so having the sponsor has really made that easier but also um i'll say this they're a social justice organization and we really wanted a social justice partner for the event and so i'm super pumped to be partnering with them and uh, it's just it's just been really good so i've been trying to work on that behind the scenes for the past two weeks yeah and uh it has all come through yeah that's huge i mean it's, it's very exciting so um yeah we're looking forward to that looking forward to hearing from them at the event and just yeah 
yeah, it's just it's just great. I mean, it feels it's like nice. a, by the time this podcast released, we might have actually released who the organization is. But, yeah, but but we'll, you're right. Who knows? We don't. Yeah. Know. Um, but it's exciting. It feels even more. I mean, it is an ex- this is an, a purely online event, but it feels like even more now with like a sponsor and all these different things. It's like it feels like we're in the like we're all in the room. It feels like we're there. So yeah, that's it's, it's just really fun. I'm just excited for the the event in general. It's like this. It's you know like what like what are events in the future going to look like if this is just, you know this is a purely online event. Like what's going to happen in the future with like even VR headsets where you walk through a lobby. Like, can you be walking through, like, a virtual lobby in the future and sit down in an auditorium? Like, what's the future? This is just, this is step one. So, uh, any VR experts out there? We're actually going to interview a VR guy on the podcast in a month or two. I've just been confirming it up with him. So, he's actually based, where you are, he's actually based in Leeds. Is he really? He runs a youth organisation in Leeds, and they do VR in schools, so they walk people through like the gospel stories and things like that it's amazing oh because that's gonna be great that's gonna be fantastic that would be that would be awesome like next yeah. next virtual conference people can just like vr put on. 2021 get yeah. ready for the vrc the virtual oh. reality conference 2021 uh, we'll see if we can make that happen yeah we'll take you, we'll take you on a mission you can sign up for a mission trip as well <laughs> mission trip for your bedroom man yeah yeah wow there we go anyway <laughs> yeah. what's what's been your challenge over the last couple of weeks so you know we've got the busiest month of client work ever. Mm-hmm. We have got this virtual conference taking place in two weeks, and then we're launching some stuff, products off the back. So yeah. the stuff we've been talking about for a while, the e-course, etc., off the back of the virtual conference. And so, and I'm planning a wedding. So um, yeah. life is full on. Yes. And so I think it, it's good full on. Like it's all really good stuff, um, but it's full on. It's busy. A uh, couple of late nights here and there working in the evenings and that is okay I don't mind that but last night I'm like I need time in my bedroom I'm not tired of this you know, I need to clean up I need to do some washing like I haven't done those kind of basic like yeah, yeah. tasks for a yeah. while so it's full on and I think that's always challenging to know kind of what to prioritize and, and and we talk about that kind of thing a lot on the podcast so yeah it's full on and I think that's been a challenge uh, and trying to just kind of manage all of that yeah no you're right and I think it, that, that ties in I think my the challenge is the same and I've you know I'm, for those of you that, that are regular listeners on the podcast you know I set a completely new schedule uh Peter and I for myself this year going forward just um just because I knew I needed it a for my health for my for my family health just like family life like I'm a like I can just work non-stop it feels like you know I'm I'm used to that and and, and when I was trying to to merge freelance work into building a business like you know, you've naturally got to sacrifice some time to kind of do that, but um, you know, I had to I had to set up some sustainable boundaries, and you know, some of that was not working past a certain time in the evening, and now I knew that in January some of those days would have to would have to budge because you know we had some pre some some work you know that had already been committed into the diary, um, that I just couldn't just move, so I had to move, had to carry on with that. But I think some of the challenges on on my end for the last couple of weeks have been, you know, just realizing like that. The closer we perhaps get to some of our the goals that we've set, you know, with the with the event coming up, with some of the um, the like the course that we're launching afterwards, it's just like those final things that it's like the more you do and the closer you get to it, it's like there's more to do, and it's like the more you're like, oh, do we do that? Have we added that in? And there's always more that perhaps you've either just didn't think or, or there's just you like end up on rabbit trails. You end up on rabbit trails for certain things or like something like the website. There's like an error on the website. It's like oh, that's taken up, you know minutes hours of a day or something else or a phone call comes in and we have to jump on something else and it's like there's always something else that kind of comes in i can i can map my day out 
with like a few little windows of time here and there for you know for, for blank space but there are some things that just that jump in it's like oh i've got to move for that and i've got to do that and then i've got to shift that somewhere else and i've still somehow got to fit that in somewhere else mm. so i have a flu i have a few like floating projects which are kind of like they're priorities but they're not burning in the next well they in, weren't no one of them though has to get done next week that's right <laughs> yeah which one is that one uh the the this the toy tutorial oh. videos for the e-course absolutely they've been floating for like six weeks because oh, they yeah. weren't urgent but obviously yeah you're yeah, watching yeah. that in like 14 days so. you're right so yeah i've got a couple of floaters on the calendar which <laughs> just i keep i just keep popping on every i'm like a forward a day to, until i get kind of like a gap or something comes up but um i think that's the thing it's like the more you do and the more you kind of like go into something the more you're like oh we could take that option as well and that might help us with this and there's like a little rabbit trail and some of them are really good um and some of them i mean yeah, it's just the more you do, the more you see, and the more there is. And I think I said it probably in the last podcast, it's like there's always infinite possibility. So it's having that kind of that that rabbit trail, but being able to like withhold back a little bit and be like, I'm not going to go down the full the, the full is it a warren? I don't even know, like a, a rabbit <laughs> yes, warren or something. Well done, Josh, <laughs> like, yes. I'm like, I can't go down the full warren right now because I'm gonna I'm gonna get lost in here. But let's just back up a little bit and, and focus on the thing. So that's been the challenge. It's just being like there's there's always something to do, and it's been like. You always want to make something better. You always want to do the best you can, and it's and and go beyond. But it's sometimes you just got to be like, it's good enough. We can we can we can make it even better next time around. Like it's good enough. Like I, I also just to explain to people how full our schedule is. I think we turned our first client down this week. Yeah. You know, yeah. someone asked us to do a job, and we just couldn't do it. Yeah. Like straight end of couldn't do it. Yeah. And that was just the reality of it, and that was kind of an interesting experience. This is someone we've done quite a lot of work for in the past, and so we had to say no to them, which is always a, a, a challenge because you, you've said yes so many times before. And, um, you know, that just kind of proves how kind of full on we are. But if you're going to give us some work, don't, don't yeah. even have the capacity, we might be able to say yes to you. It depends, yeah. on, depends, on, depends on what the time scale is. They needed it right away and we didn't have time right Exactly, away. yeah. The Their thing was, yeah, they wanted it turned around probably within 24, 48 hours, which, and I think that's that's the thing at the moment. Like, you know, we are still a small startup. You know, we offer services. We're trying to build a kind of teaching training, which is like this this event and a few things like that. So we've got these two these two arms at the moment. Um, you know, the services are very, you know, time intensive. Well, they both are because we're 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 fully involved. Like you, you'll be sitting on meetings and phone calls and taking the data and the information and everything that's needed, and then I'm I'm there, you know, designing it or building it out. And we're kind of like that takes up a lot of our time. Or when we're trying to build this almost like this system and this this course online and this 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 event and and organize that um you know it, it takes like it takes the time out so our focus is on that less it's, well it's just there's a lot going on it's all good though. it's all oh it's 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 fantastic i mean i love it and but there's lots of decisions to be made and lots of little jobs to be done that's right i think every day this week i've sat and written out all the little admin i need to do yeah and by two o'clock i'm like still doing my little oh, admin yeah. jobs um, you know, replying to this email, replying to that email, answering that question, sorting that out. You yeah. Know. But hey, it's all good. No, it's, it's all good stuff. No, it really is. Um, yeah. No. So we love it. I mean, it's it, it's just, it's nice. I think I think the I don't know if there's, there's not really an area we have on, on our questions of like what I really like other than <laughs> but I really like the I'm just what I love is seeing the people who are signed up to the event and just hearing where they're from starting to hear what they're interested in learning and listening to and what specific talks and topics they're interested in and kind of like learning from from the speakers 
because that's why we're that's why we're doing it. That's you know that's why we offer services and you know in design and websites and marketing and all those things to, to specific churches. But to be able to do this on such a large scale yeah. and bring in people who are just leaders in their field and in their churches, it just feels like we can reach so many people more than just like the individual. It's, it's almost like it's taken my eyes out of like the this really micro little box of like just our our day to day work that we're doing. That's that right. And now it's suddenly like woof, and it's like we've got this huge bird's eye view of like, wow, we can really equip and help train some some churches and people and that's just been like an eye-opener exciting yeah. um which you know and the challenge of that is obviously you know there's there's lots of things to to, to figure out and, and and get set up but it's a great challenge and it's like i wouldn't swap it right now because it's like it just it's a, it's a life-bringing challenge you know it's like yes. i'm feeling like full of life i'm like this is it this is what this is what i want to be doing like at the end of last year when we sat down in the um in our, in our retreat and i was like mate i'm at the end like i can't like it's been a it's been a it's been a great year but like, you know, I was just like, I, you know, for those of you that have followed the journey and, and have followed even like my personal story, it's like, you know, almost a year ago to, to the week, um, I went into the hospital and was diagnosed with like, with leukemia and was in the hospital for a little while and, and have been walking out this healing journey. And it's, I'm just, I'm in incredible uh, form right now in, in my body and responding to medication, and everything like that. But I knew I was like, I need to take some, make some big changes in life that, you know, for, for health and life and family. And found that like, I was doing more and more design work, which is why we sat down and and, and kind of went through it and said, "Look, I, I can't carry this on. We ha- something has to change." And yeah, I think I, what, getting dug into like these events and this training, it feels like it. Feel, this is light. It feels like this is what I was born for. This is what we were like. This. This. It feels more sustainable. This is the reason we set it up. That's so right. If you go back eighteen months, May twenty eighteen, or even before May 2018, March, April, May, so, you know, March and April, when we were kind of in discussion, like, we were like, how do we help as many people as possible? And how do we somehow afford to live by yep. helping as many people as possible? And and so you, we didn't fall into doing the disservices, but that was kind of always step one. Yes. Step two was e-course and training and conferences and events. And, and uh, so it's really exciting that, you know, a master plan that we came up with nearly two years ago now is is kind of finding its fruition yeah. now and it's taken longer than i thought in one sense it's taken longer to get there yeah. but it feels like we're in a much stronger place yeah, today than we would have been if it had taken us a short yeah. amount of time and so um it's a really great place to be yeah um and really excited about the next kind of kind of uh, oh, six yeah. to eight weeks i think in yeah. six to eight weeks time we, the whole company could look totally different absolutely absolutely josh yeah in your schedule, yes. are you finding time to read? Uh, no, not no, not <laughs> the last couple of weeks. I haven't. Um, I mean, I've got I've got books that I, I dip in, but there's there's been nothing that I've been really sat I see down. A stack. And, We're sat in Josh's office, and there's a stack of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, oh, yeah. eight, nine, ten, eleven. M- most of those are cookbooks because they've been pulled up from uh, from downstairs in like the little the little <laughs> rack we had down there. But I've got a few that float around with me. Um, that are kind of like little devotional daily things like that. Um, I haven't had the chance to, to kind of tuck into a, a chapter of a book. Although the one thing I did read was something that you'd sent through, mm-hmm. um, which was about um, kind of remote about remote working and like agile teams and kind of like teams who are not in the same location and just how to build like a strong culture, how to, how for it to, you know, how to get something like that that thrives because the reality is a lot of people. And it might be forever that way that the people that we're that we're working with and that are on our team are all in different locations. 
Um, and so how do we make that incredible? How do we make yes. it thrive? And, you know, we want to do it really, really well. So I think we kind of fell into remote working a remote team, not by mistake, but we didn't make an intentional decision to build a remote company. No. Um, but that's where we're at today. And that might be it forever, but it might change in the future. It might be half and half. We don't know. But I think what was really um, helpful for, uh, for me anyway was a couple of weeks ago, I just made the decision that I was going to think of us as a remote team yeah. for now and let's build a business that's remote for now and build the systems and processes in place to do that. And so we found, I found an article, they were from, I think it was Zapla, I think they're called. Zapla. Oh yeah, Z- uh, or Zapier or Zapier. So they're like a card payment system, I think. So these one, so Zap, the, the one that, if it was the same one you sent me, the yeah, Zapier was, yeah. one, they are. Some people, some of you might have used it. They're they're the ones that do the. So when we set up for the client, and I had a link in between, they basically I don't even know how they they call them Zaps. They they and it's basically links between different apps. So for example, you oh, might yeah, have, yeah. um, you might have an uh, an email that. that comes through. Yeah, like an if then that. So like somebody signs up on a Google form, and then it automatically sends it to. Um, a, you know your your project management software. So you know we use Trello, we use Asana. So it could be somebody fills out a form, and then you create all the different um, kind of like form fields, and it automatically does this with, with their software or whatever. Oh, I'm not really technical enough to understand that part, but basically zaps it through. So instead of me having to go through manually and download yeah, into yeah. a spreadsheet and check it all off, I can it formats it for me and puts it into you know. Asana. Oh, I knew or... I'd heard of them somewhere when I found it. So that's what it was. Okay, great. Um, so so yeah. they wrote this out. They were six people, which is about the size of us. We're five, um, f- four and a half. And he and they wrote this article about how they work as a remote team, and it was it's been super helpful. And it's one of the things we're chatting with Finn today and tomorrow. It's about how we're going to work as a remote team, and that article is like going to be our basis for working. And so it was really, really, really helpful. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's been like the thing. I just I read through that and was like, this is really good, and just been stewing over that. But mm. other than that, nothing massively, you know. Apart, oh, I, I lie. Uh, we I bought my son uh, a new book, um, and it's and I'm, I'm reading it to him like almost every night. It's really good. I almost want to go and get it now and read it, but it's um, it's quite a long one. I, I've noticed it's long. It's it's like the first book that's a little bit longer. So like he gets a bit bored before the end. Like <laughs> usually the, the books, it's like by the it gets to the end and he's like and yawns and wants to go to bed but this one it's like halfway through I'm like oh my like, this feels long but it's really good it's about um, who's it by oh it's like it's just it's really well designed and it's about the it's about a mouse the mouse is maybe, it's either called like the mouse and the lion or something like that is it Charlie Mer- it's not it's not that guy no, no it's not that guy um, I got my dad that book for Christmas oh yeah that's, that's a beautiful yeah, nice. one um, but it's like this is like a little kids book and it's about this little mouse that it has a squeak, but wants to have it, wants to learn to roar. And it's all rhymes, and it just kind of, kind of goes through. So it's been really cool about you know being like, hey, we all have a mouse and a lion inside, and he wanted to go to learn how to roar, and then he went to ask the lion how to roar, and the lion um, actually got scared because he saw a mouse and was like, Eek! and like like was squeaking, and they end up like living together on top of this rock, like ruling in the kingdom to kind of together, um, and both you know play to their strengths. Like the, the mouse was like, oh, actually, like my eek is you know my squeak is powerful, and the lion's like. He learned to roar but laugh. It's, oh, it's just like a, it's a fun, silly book, but that's the only thing I've been reading like religiously every single night. <laughs> like it's six thirty. So, yeah. What about you? So I started a new book this week. Yeah. It's called Faith for Exiles oh. by the guys from Barnes Group. So Barnes Group is a major Christian research company in the states. 
Uh, so if you ever see any kind of data like X amount of, you know, 20% of millennials are going to church or any of those kind of stats is almost always come from the Barnes group. And uh, they wrote this book called Faith Exiles. And the premise of the book is this. It is we're living in a digital Babylon. Um, it's we live in a pagan world that's been digitalized. And um, that has created a set of unique challenges for people to build resilient faith, particularly for those kind of under 30. Mm. And then they've looked through their research at the five things that people who have resilient faith do in this kind of digital Babylon uh, to build resilient faith. And so um, I've only done chapter one, but it's super, super, super good. I really recommend people read it, particularly anyone who's kind of, you know, some of the stuff we grapple with, um, you know, we talk a lot about helping churches overcome the challenges and take advantage of the opportunities that digital has brought and i think we don't want to sit here and say it isn't without its challenges particularly for those trying to follow jesus in 2020 Mm. and um and so it's really helpful really full of research and data but presented really nicely and clearly and kind of understandably uh, and I'm really enjoying it i'm really enjoying it so that's been my bedtime reading for the past week how do you hear about that one it's quite big i've seen it on everyone's Instas, John Mark Cromer's and all the po- he's been they've been on all the podcasts, so it's kind of like the big book coming out of the States oh, nice. at the moment. So that's how I heard of it, and uh, and so yeah, I'm surprised you hadn't heard of it actually. I haven't. I mean, I saw it on your story, but um, there you go. But yeah, I'm I'm trying to just get through the. I, I haven't. I've been intentionally not not on like Amazon or the Kindle store or even on my on my app bookstore just to. Just to kind of get through the one. Because I'm trying to go through more of like the, the physical books that I've got yeah, already. me too. The only reason I got this was my, I got a book for Christmas uh-huh. that I already had. Okay, yeah. Um, so, But my dad wanted to read it. So my I gave that book to my dad. And yeah. my dad bought me a replacement. So this was the replacement. Uh, and it, um, I'm, what it's some of it is some of the stuff I'm actually speaking on at the virtual conference. So uh, I thought I'd read it as like preparation for some of my sessions at the virtual conference. Beautiful. So uh, that's, I kind of, it kind of went to the top of the list instead of the bottom. Yeah, that's right. Come on. And that reminds me actually, I started, I I picked up, I've got it downstairs. I pulled out of my, uh, my bookcase yesterday, yesterday morning. uh, How good can it get? And I read through my life, the final chapter so, on that. <laughs> for those who don't know, How Good Can It Get was a book that Josh and one of his friends wrote. I mean, how long ago? Uh, I was in second year at School of Ministry, so mm. what? Yeah, when you released it, you were in third year. I remember the day yeah, you released it. Yeah, that's right, in third year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it would have been, what is that, four years ago? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Four years ago. Four, yeah. yeah. So how could it get? How can it get? You can get it on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, and no other decent bookseller. That's right. That's just right. Amazon. Just Amazon. Just Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Only Amazon. And yeah. um, you're welcome, Jeff. And uh, so, how good can it get? Yeah. And we might give it away for free at the virtual conference. I think conference. we will. So, I think we will. Uh, we're gonna give. We're gonna do some book giveaways at the virtual conference. So yeah. And um, how good can it get? We'll probably feature. Yeah, I'm maybe Faith Exiles will feature too. That's right. Some stuff will feature. Yeah, I'm doing a, a, a session at the conference on hope, hope in the modern world, and um, like that's just been a huge, like a huge personal life journey, walking through and just having hope, and and that's been just one of the main things I, I've recognised and people recognise that I carry is hope, um, and you know that book came out of a like of, of a incredible season off the back of a tough season. Um, and then it's, you know even even in those four years since like the, the ups and the downs and the journey with that it's like there's there's been a lot but hope has just been the mainstay even in you know when yeah, I mean when, I remember the week you know, oh yeah a year ago yeah um, the week Josh was in the hospital diagnosed with leukemia 
like to see someone walk through that with hope um was and peace mm. was absolutely phenomenal and and uh, and the de- conference starts the day the yeah. year to the day that you went into hospital yeah and so um and the year to the day you're diagnosed that's right basically and so um that's why Josh was talking on hope in the modern world yeah. and hopefully my hope is that you're going to tell some of the story yeah absolutely and uh, so you should check that session out yeah. and then you're also doing one about branding that's right so yeah I'm, I'm, i think on the second day so just the two I think the two things, you the, the two things I live. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Honestly, it is. It's it's peace. It's hope. Like that's like if there was a message for life. Like that's it. That's I, I could just I would just want to speak for hours on that, on those topics. It's I think it's just I think people need it and I love it. And then branding and, and it's who you are and so just really excited for. I mean, I, I actually went through the the, the conference um, the topics again the other, the other night with my wife and was reading them through to her. And I, I got emotional reading through the topics. Being like, this is so good for, like the stuff that the people are going to share on is just, and like the fact that we could put it on for free, the fact that we can we can have people all around the world who are in positions in churches or just interested or, or whatever like that, and the, the stuff that it's just like I'm overwhelmed at the quality of the speakers and 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 what's going to be there. It's the kind of event I'd want to go to. Yes, and, and I think when. I've been taking a lead on finding the speakers and building the schedule and building the sessions out. And I basically decided I'm going to build an event for us because we're the target audience. Yeah. And if 500 to 1,000 people want to join us, that's amazing. And and so I've kind of gone, okay, what would I want? What would I need if I, I've been on staff at churches? So what if I was in the position, what would I want to hear and who would I want to share and bring in those people in? So for us as an organisation, it's a great little PPD exercise, post-professional development for our team. Uh, all our team are going to be joining in. Some of our team are speaking too. And so we're, you're going to hear from Finn. Finn's going to do all about a comm strategy, which is mm-hmm. going to be amazing. Um, so it's just been cool to um, build out a, an event that we would want to go to. Yeah. And um, so that's amazing. I can't yeah. wait. Yeah. Come on, what have you been listening to this week? So... A little bit of self-promotion here. Oh. I don't have an album out, don't worry. <laughs> but I have built myself a little winter 2020 playlist. Okay. Um, so got some old school Craig David on there. Oh. Whew. Rewind. Uh, quite literally, that's the name of a song. Yeah. And then a couple of things out this week. So one of my mates, Joshua Luke Smith, has a single out last week, which was phenomenal. Yeah, it was my good. other One of my other best mates, a guy called Ian Yates, uh, who's a big worship leader inside Elam here in the UK. Ian released a new single out, which was phenomenal. Uh, I actually heard the demo of it about a couple of months ago. He sent it to me. Um, he actually sent me this text. was like, don't share this with anyone. And I'm hmm. like, I wish you were more famous so I could sell this and get some money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ian, I'd never do that to you. But uh, that single came out too the other week. So that's on my playlist. So if you search Peter Murden on Apple Music, you'll find it. Winter 2020 playlist. Ooh. Um, yeah, it's about an hour and a half long. It's all good. It's all good stuff. Peter Murden's piano chill vibes. It's like you just... It's actually yes. you singing. <laughs> that would not be chill. <laughs> vibes. It would be certain times of vibes. Yeah. Not chill vibes. All right. Big Apple Music fan is Peter here, so... Um, yeah, we yeah. Have a, yeah, I'm a big Apple Music fan. Yeah. I am. I mean, only because I don't like downloading a secondary app on my phone. That's the reason Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm, I'm hearing. Um, you can just delete that and migrate from the one, but anyway, you know. Anyway, so, Josh... We're about to conclude. Oh, I haven't, I, I haven't even mentioned what I'm listening to. Sorry, what are you listening to, Josh? Um, so I'm, I'm usually a big 
well, I was a, you, you've heard it in the past, I was a Spotify subscriber, but then I found out that it was just my son listening to it, so I'm like, I'm not paying just for him to listen to bedtime lullabies without ads, so, because, um, yeah, didn't have a family plan, so I couldn't, you know, if I press play on, on, on the computer in the evening, then it would just cut his, hit, cut his phone off, cut his phone off, he doesn't have a phone, cut the iPod off that was in his room. Um, anyway, this week, I've listened to them lots on on YouTube, the on on the account. You might have seen it if you're into you know listen to Christian music online and worship moments. It's Tribal T R I B L, and they have an app. I don't know if you have the app, Peter. Do you have the app? No, but I follow them on Instagram. Okay, I don't follow them on Instagram, but I downloaded the app, and it's kind of like the Christian Spotify. Um, now there is a subscription, I think, for about five dollars ninety nine a month for like unlimited, you know. Um, whatever it is I don't know what it counts as because as far as I'm aware like I can skip as many times as I want on the free version um, I've got it's it's brilliant so I've been listening to that all week I've been listening specifically to that some John Thurlow stuff who um, who was at IHOP did um, his last set the other day, didn't he? did his last set a little, um, yeah somewhat recently I haven't listened to that. I've got that on my to watch list on YouTube I watched 30 seconds of it oh yeah um, oh. maybe two minutes listen I love oh that, this could be a rabbit trail, but I don't know if any of you ever listened to The Prayer Room. We've done a John Fellow rabbit trail before. Have we really? Yeah, we have, yeah. Then maybe... We keep going, but we have done an IHOP. May, may, maybe we've done this. Anyway, the IHOP, International House of Prayer in Kansas City, they do like a 24-hour live. You know, well, it's not... They didn't. They don't do it for the internet. They've, <laughs> they've been doing it for, I don't know, is it 20 years Jesus. now? They do it for 20 years. I think, it, yeah. Years. Um, so they've... They've got a you know a prayer room that just goes twenty four hours a day, and they have, there's you know people who just give their life to serve on um, on, on on rotation as like effectively missionary worship missionaries. And John Thurlow has been one for years and years and years. And I remember, um, you know, I remember even being at ministry school and when just I would just come home and put his worship sets on, and it was just I mean, he's just. The, the stuff that he writes and, and, and how he leads is just beautiful. So I've just been a, a huge fan and, and, and followed his music for a long time. Anyway, they're the kind of things that are on this app. There's some music from Bethel. There's some music from, I think, Jeremy Riddle's on there. John Thurlow's on there. Upper Room Worship's on there. There's some kind of like little spontaneous moments. There's, um, they've, got, they've got some little playlists. But uh, again, I haven't bought the subscription model. I get the free one, but... I can skip as many times as I want. I can click on whatever song I want to listen to whenever I want. So I'm like, I don't really know what the subscription offers more in. than. You well, that's right. I don't even know what the subscription offers more than more than what I've got right now. But I'm like, this is really good. So I've been listening to that just for the like last three days. I walk around the block, put a few songs on. Um, so it's called Tribal T R I B L. Uh, it's an app you can download. So um, yeah, enjoy, enjoy. Um, but yeah. Here we are. You, Here we you, are. you can you can do your wrap up speech now. So, Josh, <laughs> let's try and conclude. Let's conclude. I went premature. Let's go. So, what have you learned over the past few weeks? What's the lesson? The lesson I've learned. Um, I mean, people are hungry to learn. I think that's it. Um, again, linking it all in with the event and just just seeing the people who who are messaging us and emailing us and they're just interested and they're excited and. Um, you know, for us, it just feels like an idea that kind of like was is somewhat still in our heads, and it's, it's all online. 
but you know the responses we're getting the emails we're coming through it's you know even though it is online it's almost as if you know people are blocking out their days in the moment to there's to, teams yeah. i've still heard stories of teams that are going to pull up a tv and watch it in the office for the three days like they that's how much how yeah. committed they are yeah they're they're, in, they're actually investing the those the, the work hours that they have in setting aside that time from you know one in the afternoon uk time to you know perhaps seven eight o'clock um to, you know to watch through to watch through this so it's, it's incredibly humbling but it's also just it's shown us like there are people who want to learn there are people yeah, who man. want who want to grow in their understanding of you know how to to lead how to to kind of level up and, and grow and expand in their church communications online digitally um how they can communicate more effectively and just just whatever so i think that's been I kind of I somewhat knew that, but it's it's really nice to know firsthand and actually see that firsthand. Like you, we can see that from data, and we can see that oh, other people are you know creating events and courses and people show up. But actually, when it's your own thing, it's like wow, people, 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 people really want, want it. yeah, people want this, yeah. and and that's been incredibly encouraging and just like you know put an, put you know stoke the fire I think underneath us even more to to just to see what we can do and how we can provide and help and bring value to to people individuals and churches and teams so yeah that's been great what about um what about yourself what have you learned the last couple of weeks um i'm <clears throat> confident this has been a lesson before but i think the biggest thing is you just got to keep pushing mm. you know you, you have it i think a lot of people they they don't get to where they want to be because they stop pushing prematurely mm. they they give up prematurely they change their plan prematurely they change their tack prematurely and the reality is like if god has put something in your heart it won't happen overnight but it will happen eventually and you know the virtual conference you know i remember coming back from christmas and we were kind of on like 250 signups and i'm like oh you know is this going to be is this going to be a bit of a flop you know but yeah. like literally a couple of weeks later we've got 500 people signed up we've got a pretty legit sponsor who sponsored us we, we, we if we keep we the other day we had 50 people sign up in a day yeah. Yeah. Now, if we keep going this momentum we're gonna have like a thousand people there in two weeks and so i think for me you just got to keep pushing when god's put something in your heart you got to keep going challenges will come up you've got to the problems will occur. You gotta you gotta solve some problems, you gotta overcome some challenges, but but you'll get there. Like you just yeah. gotta keep on pushing. Yeah. Absolutely. And there's my lesson. Yeah, I've got nothing else to say on that other than that's good. That's a good word. That's a good word. <laughs> okay. So we're gonna wrap this thing up. A uh, couple of things. We've been keeping talking. We've kept talking. Keeping talking. We've kept talking about the virtual conference. And that is happening the third to the sixth. Fourth. Fourth. The fourth to the sixth of February. That is ten days time. Uh, you can go on the website www.digitalchurchtoolkit.com forward slash VC20 and sign up. It is absolutely free. We've got a whole bunch of people speaking. Uh, we're super excited about it. Uh, and we would love for you to join us. Listen, it, it's just so you know, there, there's not a catch. It's so free. It, like there's not even a donate button on the website. There's no way you can do that. So this is a free event. We just we again, like we said, we wanted to create this for us. I mean, we we just wanted to create an excuse to, to to chat to these, to chat and hear from these people on on a Zoom call. And we thought, could we could we turn this into something bigger and include a bunch of people? So get involved. It's as he said, it's digitalchurchtoolkit.com forward slash vc twenty. 
invite your friends. And if you're like a church leader, so I know church leaders are often looking for ways to upskill and train up their staff and maybe uh, looking for resources to train their church leadership teams, whether it's like your wider leaders. And um, you might be a youth pastor, you're looking for ways to train up your, your kind of team that are helping you lead your youth ministry. And here's the reality. This is absolutely free. Like we've got some world-class leaders, John Tyson, Church to City, NYC, featured on this Cultural Moment podcast. Uh, you've got people like Steve Upple, who's a major leader here in the UK, spoken over the past couple of years at New Wine and Spring Harvest. And um, we've got, you know, we've got some legit uh, video people. Joseph the Dreamer done videos for New Day, which is a youth conference here in the UK. David's Tent, which again is a big major worship event here in the UK. And uh, we've got a good friend of ours doing speaking on marketing. He's worked with some of the big, big people in out of Bethel Red in California. And uh, we've got Mike uh, Mashiro talking about spiritual dynamics at an event. Mike uh, is a genius when it comes to uh, gift of discernment and the prophetic. And uh, was also used to be the events administrator for Bethel Reading. Uh, so we're super excited for that. You've got our head of local church partnerships, Finn Johnston, talking about how to develop a comm strategy for your organisation. So the reality is, is if, if you've got a staff member, we have a session for them that's going to be relevant to them, that's going to help them. And they'll get wisdom and they'll get tools and they'll get ideas um, for them to implement the next day. Like I'm confident that, that what they'll take away, they'll be able to implement tomorrow. So if you're a church leader, you really should get your whole team, your whole staff jumping in on the event because it is absolutely free and it really, really will mm. help your team, help your leadership go to the next level and all you're trying to do to proclaim the gospel, build the church, and expand the kingdom. Of Amen. Jesus. Amen. Great. Come we're on. hitting 40 minutes, so we're going to end on this. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we need you to do two things. The first thing is I want you to jump into your podcast provider and I want you to review us. I know we say it every single time, but it really, really, really does help people get to know about us. It helps us go up those charts, helps us be discovered by more people. So please, please, please give us a review. I know there's like 30 to 40 people that are regularly listening to this podcast. And uh, I know for a fact that only five people have rated the podcast on iTunes. So some of you must not be rating. Some of you must not be reviewing. <laughs> Oh, it stings, Peter. It stings. I'm the name and shame. So go review, go and rate. The second thing is share it with someone. You're like, I love this podcast. I think this would help XYZ. You should share it with them. Text them the link, and that would help us too. We are here. We're Digital Church Toolkit. We do all this to serve the church.